Hi guys, welcome to episode 4 of Nyasha Musa Grace. I'm Nana. I'm Nyasha. And this week we're coming at you with some silent tales. And we have Carney back in the studio with us. Hi Carney. Hey. Now, I've been to a salon maybe twice in my life and it was quite a good salon, so it was it was nice, but I love I know. <laughs> it was really good treatment. Um it was one of the sort of more pricey ones, so they did a good service, they did the duty. Oh, so say that again. It was one of the more pricier <laughs> salons. Okay, so you mean basically it was a salon that's run properly? Yes. A posh one. <laughs> it was a posh one. Yeah, posh it was a proper <laughs> salon. <laughs> um <laughs> so yes. I've not got any horror salon tales. Do we have I their names? Can we shout them out? Yeah, we Just can. Just for people, so that people know who they are. Yes. Do we have a name? We do. It's Yar in Ricelet. Okay. Um, so, West London? I don't... West London. Look there. If you're in, in West London, Ricelet, <laughs> you know. wherever that area. Look it up. Look Her it name up. is Yar. Is that... Yeah, yes. that's the name of the salon. That's the name of the salon. It's also the name of the salon owner. Okay. She did very well. Like, it was just... It was a great time. It was a really good experience for me, actually. I loved going. Mm-hmm. But I know that's not the norm for everybody. Yeah. Um, we have some salon tales. Mm, Honey, yeah. you're going to start us off. <laughs> Tell us about your experience. I have many, many experiences. I've been in the salon since I was probably like five. Right. But I think my main issue or biggest issue that I've had in salons is the fact that some stylists find it appropriate to eat on top of your oh, hair. Oh, that's not good. And, you know, I believe all staff in any salons or any workplace you need a break. Yes. But if you know your client's coming in between your break, let your client know. Mm. Don't decide to eat your jell off, your chicken, on top of my head and you no. were touching all the hair products and putting it in my hair. So, um, I think that's my general kind of yeah. salon experience that I've had and I wouldn't wish that on anyone, but I'm sure a lot of you, your listeners have probably experienced some thing. form yeah. of um, eating above your head. Yeah. And all you have to say to the stylist is, please, can you, you just eat your meal? Yeah. And when you're ready to start again, start oh, again. Oh, she's so sweet. Isn't she? She's so <laughs> she gorgeous. Is. She's like, all you have to say, no, <laughs> no, my GP doesn't eat but this when I'm thing. in his office. What other- but he takes a lunch break though. But the stylist, the stylist doesn't seem to take a lunch break. This is break. what I'm saying, Kani. It's not on you as as client. the client to tell your stylist to have a break when you've gone to the salon. Like, where's the salon owner? But this is the, this is the this is where well, it comes into salon. salon, salon hair. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been in salons, and then I've been to other places that we will pretend to call them salons. Yeah. <laughs> There's other places where we all think we're going to have a salon experience and we know we're not, but I still believe, you know, yes, I may come across a bit nice and say, just have your lunch break. But regardless, when you're in a salon and it's time for that person's lunch, I, I would rather the salon owner say, this person's going to take a break for half an hour. Is that okay? Yeah. We're sorry. We've booked it in between their lunch or whatever. I'd, I'd be like, okay, free coffee, my snack. Yeah. The thing is, I think, okay, we have to be, we have to talk about what sort of service you're going in for that mm. requires somebody to take a lunch break halfway through doing your hair. Like, <laughs> to me, that's just like, what? what but okay, most done? of the time it's braids. And you know, right. braids can yeah. be such a long process. process yeah. yeah. And if you yourself have got long hair anyway, that's mm. going to be an even longer process. And yeah. you want right. your shoulder length braids and their braiding so i've had that experience Uh a few times and Mm. i personally don't like it so this is why 
I'm sure a lot of your listeners would be like, yeah, that's happened to me and I, yeah. I don't really like it. I don't know how to address it because yeah. you feel fearful to say, oh, don't do that. And they might do something to your hair. Right. So mm-hmm. um, um, I just feel like, oh, just it's better to tell them and just say, please just have your lunch. Mm-hmm. Or if you've got a child, you're minding your child, just mind your child and come yeah. back. So um, those are kind of, I think, the most terrible salary yeah. tales that I could say or experiences that I've had. So um, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Just just tell them because yeah. they may not know that it's inappropriate and unprofessional to do that because they're so used to doing, to doing it, it. Mm-hmm. and nobody's calling out. That's the thing. That is a problem. I wouldn't I wouldn't go into a white salon and expect that to happen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That wouldn't be a standard. That would not happen. Mm-mm. So why should I be okay with it happening or have to? Why should I have to be the one to tell you not to? It's just common mm-hmm. professionalism. It's it's. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, it's this, again, I, I don't mean to keep going on and on about yeah. it, but where I trained, you trained, we have a, a booklet that comes, you know, you've got your, your course material yeah. and yeah. stuff. There is a whole thing about how to present yourself as a stylist, right. how to present yourself as a braider, even, even mm-hmm. if you're a braider and all you do is braiding. There is protocol there's yeah. standards that must be met and adhered to so i think because as clients sometimes we've become so used to accepting a poor standard mm. even when people are trained sometimes they don't see the need to follow through with their own training which is a bit sad because i think if you love what you do and you you love whatever your job is um you should you should dress to yes. dignify or you should carry yourself to dignify whatever it is you're doing. So with the case of braids, and if it's really long, then surely there comes a point where your client needs to stand and stretch and go to the toilet. You can have your water, you can do whatever. And then also sometimes your client has been there, like I don't want you eating while I'm braiding your hair just because right. your head's moving about and it's all sorts of stuff and I don't want that. So it's like, okay, we're going to take a break, 10 minutes, mm-hmm. okay, because this is something we're doing come on we've got to work through but a 10 minute just sit down and eat your food is a much better idea than yeah. than this whole <laughs> poor situation yeah. you know and it, it is annoying because then again it's like what salon do you start to eat jollof rice and fried chicken over a client because mm-hmm. that's gonna make oh come on yeah, the so smell it's not, it's not a nice experience so yeah I, that's why i said i'm, I'm happy to openly say yeah yes, you're gonna do this just Let's give both of us a break. You know, sorry, this is just me speaking as a stylist. I'm sure. I'm sure we've all experienced (sighs) a time where we've gone to a stylist thinking that we're going to get a good experience, and we come to their home and they've got a newborn and another child, and you're like, so how are you going to do my hair? And they're like, oh. I'll do it for you, honey. They'll give you the baby sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not saying they okay, shouldn't that's just, practice. Yeah, they yeah. shouldn't practice. I'm just like, okay, like we're, we're all professional here. I believe if you've got a timetable, your schedule, just schedule in enough time for you to do yeah. certain styles. So if you know braids is going to take eight hours, know that you've got time for the, the, the break somewhere. Yeah. And if you've got kids, know that your kids aren't at home. So there's no distractions because that's going to add to that, your it client's is. time and, also eat before your client arrives. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Preferably. You know, just do your mouth wash and everything. Just ten minutes before they arrive, finish up, and that. This is what salon man will say. You know, even people who smoke. When you train and people smoke, they're told, "Do not smoke before an appointment." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that comes under like body 
Yeah, but it's a part of it, isn't it? So you wouldn't want to, yeah. As I said, I have many salon tales. Oh, basically, Connie is the stylist. Everything. Connie is the stylist that is anti salons. Uh, yeah, I really, at, at the point in my life, I do not want to go into a salon. It's just one of those things that I feel like I don't want to be in someone's armpit. Yeah, it's gross. You know, you've been there for a couple of hours. You're sweating. I, I'm happy to just go to one stylist. And just be like, I know she's not going to put any of her body yeah. in my body. Kanye needs therapy. So, <laughs> as I said, I've been going to the salon for like since I was seven. Yeah. So imagine I'm, I'm already having aunties with their boobs in my face. Yeah, I'm like okay, okay. And they think it's okay. They don't yes. think that there's you know personal space, space. boundary. Mm-hmm. You know, they've slapped your head between their legs, and you're like, yeah. I really don't <laughs> need to be here. <laughs> but you know what can you do? You're told by your mom don't don't dis- disrespect your mm-hmm. elders and so forth. And you just grow into this belief that this is what your salon experience yeah. is going to be. You're going to be put in uncomfortable situations. It's not going to be a pleasurable one. Yeah. So that's why I put the whole eating. Eating for me is um I'm not coming back to your salon. I'm not putting a review. I'm just like bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 good. I mean I I like that we're laughing about it, but it's not a laughing <laughs> matter. It's not. It's not funny. It's not. And so this brings us to the next experience. One of the listeners um, had an interesting experience in a salon in um, Shepherd's Bush, okay. and she wanted to have a weave done. Shepherd's Bush is in London, guys, if you're listening from elsewhere. Shepherd's Bush is a place in West London. She went to this place, and she's trying to find this salon on the day. Right. And she's, like, trying to get hold of the stylist, like, where are you? Where's this shop? Where's this place? Um do I need a closure? This is a couple of days before. It, her, her horrors started a couple of days before and she should that should have been warning, warning bells mm-hmm. to say, rethink your choices. She was saying, I need a closure. This is the hair I have. I need a closure. This is the hair I have. How? Where do I get a closure to match this hair? And then she's like, well, I've got closures or come and buy closures here or wherever. Right. She went and she bought the closure. Oh, she, you buy the closure on the day. Okay. So in the shop, She's bought the closer in the shop and then she's like, but where's the salon? And it's like right in the back. So the people who own the shop are separate. She is renting out a situation in the back of somewhere. Okay. And she's like, um, well, the guys in the shop are like, it's in the back. And she's like, the back where? So she's now walking down this dark passage. Oh, <laughs> looking goodness. down this dark passage, she's looking left and right. She doesn't know, do I turn left? Do I turn right? There's a whole other situation going on in the back. And it's just like, oh. So anyway, eventually, um, up comes this stylist eating whatever she's eating, her breakfast. And she is... Um, she... I'm going to tell you as it was told me. She's okay. pregnant. She's like really not here for that. She's very heavily pregnant. Right. And she's just like, well, yeah, here I am. Why are you late? And she's like, I was trying to find this place. But it's mm. just at the back of the shop. And it's like, it's not quite in the back of the shop. Like I wasn't, you say that your salon is easy to spot. But yeah, the hair shop is easy to spot. So her, the way she was being spoken to, this, yeah. this woman, obviously, look, she's pregnant. She's she's still trying to work. So shout out to all the pregnant yeah. working mothers out there. But her irritation. Right, was coming through. Yes. And I think if a client hasn't been to your place, you have to understand that 
people can get lost. Yeah. People can get disorientated because they're in an area that they don't understand. So, you know, there they needs to be understanding on both parties. Right. So then she's like, is this the right closure? Because I got the closures that you told me. Well, can't you see that this closure doesn't match this hair exactly? And she's like, well, that's why I was asking you what closure I need. Mm. So anyway, by then, the listener's feeling some type of way and she's upset, but she needs to get her hair done because she's got things to go and do. And she just said the whole thing, the way her head was moved from left to right, the way the hair was put in and it's like push forward, push back and do this Mm. and the whole going on. (laughs) I would have left. I'd have been like, thank you. You know, and it's just like, and anyway, eventually she's done it and she's finished doing the hair and then the client says how do i take it out and she's just like well you've never taken weave out and she's just like well we're how we i'm leaving so she left and um she did tell me she did tell me she did send uh the name of the salon but i'm not going to name and shame because i didn't reach out to them yeah i just didn't have the time to reach out to them and say can we have your perception, your view, point of yeah. what happened? And not that I don't believe the listener. I yeah. do because this is not the first time I've heard things right. like this. Um, so that, that was just, yeah, <laughs> that was an experience. <laughs> that was horrific. So anyway, she says when it came to taking down her hair, right. Uh, she struggled to find, cause the way it had been stitched, it was a weave and the way this, the weave had been stitched in was, so difficult to remove mm. that she couldn't do it by herself and i don't understand why you don't offer a takedown service come yeah. on guys if you're putting weave into people's hair why can't you just offer them a takedown service and and we'll take down your weave for you we'll wash and condition your hair this is some of the stuff that we should be doing because it's most true. extension services will take out the old extensions like i'm talking caucasian hair yeah. or white hair they will take it out and they will deep condition they will do all sorts of things i just think our salon game needs to improve across the board because you're missing out on opportunities to to build better relationships with your clients to better serve them to have good um positive experiences with your clients because then that client would have come back yeah now she's not going to come back and if we shout you out other people are not going to come to you which isn't nice because I do know even in the best of the best salons, sometimes things do go wrong. Yeah. So we're not saying things don't go wrong, but from here, just the way she was unsupported, the client felt unsupported. Mm-hmm. She was asking, what closure do I buy? What do I do? Like I've never had, I've only ever had a weave maybe once. Right. Um, and that was back when I was relaxed. So I had a leave out mm-hmm. that matched and it's tracks. I wanted color in my hair. Um, and so I will always either use the wig or I, in this particular situation, I use weave. And so I didn't know what to buy. Mm. So I had to ask questions and it's the same with people that might be coming to me and they'll say, I want to do this and I want to do that. Your job is to be asked questions if yeah. you're a stylist. So, and also your, as a client, if you feel unsupported, please don't go through with the service. Yes. Please don't. It's not worth it. And this is the only way we can stop this behavior from happening Happening. Mm -hmm. is by taking more control ourselves and saying, you know what? No, I won't give you my money because you're not treating me with respect. Mm. Just don't keep 
don't feed the situation. Mm. It's, it's a two it's way on, street. Yeah, it's yeah. a so two way street. You both have to respect each other. It shouldn't, Definitely. You know, a stylist shouldn't disrespect their client, and a client shouldn't disrespect their stylist. Definitely. You should be treating each other with respect <laughs> yeah. and love at some Show point. Show up on time. You know, if you're going to be late, Show up on time. Send them a message. <laughs> yeah. I'm running late. Yeah. You know, yeah. most people are understanding, but you know, you have to start with that respect. Exactly. Of it, of it all. Definitely. And then one experience that came through to me, again, it was based off of um, Salon Tales from season one. Right. Um, <laughs> and one of, my, one of my clients, she's a client actually, um, she's an older lady and she listened to the episode and she was like, girl, you just reminded <laughs> me of when I went to Harlem and I got Ooh. my hair done in Harlem and this hair was beautiful. She sent me pictures so I yeah. saw the hair. The hair was stunning, but it was like a whole village of people doing her hair. This hair was really nice. It was tight. Mm. It was laid, you know. And the sad thing about that is there was no aftercare given. Right. There was no advice on how to do the takedown. So obviously she's on holiday in America. Yeah. And she's been told, oh, you can keep this hair up up to like six months. It's all right. The way it had been braided was that it was growing, but you couldn't really see that. Okay. But when it came to taking this hair out after six months, there was a lot of damage that... It ruined her hair oh. for for life. Oh. Like it was just, it's been ages trying to recover from that hair damage. Right. And and then you, you're getting older at the same time. So yeah. your hair's thinning and things are happening with your body. And so these people took this money and she looked really good. But that six months has caused over 20 but, years, mm. about 20 years of hair damage that she's still trying to recover from. I mean, her hair is doing really well now and she's wearing it how she's wearing it and she's loving her hair and it's, it's doing really, it's thriving. Yeah. But it never went back to what it was before that trauma. So we don't know how many of her follicles died. We don't know how much. We just don't know. Just, you know, she, all she knows is her hair hasn't been the same. Since then. It hasn't. Wow. And this is not, this is not, this is not right. It's not, but it's also not unusual. That's the saddest part uh-huh. is that many of us, and I'm sure many of you listeners can resonate with this. Many of us are sitting down having these really bad experiences continually uh-huh. and seeing damage and loss to our hair as a result yes. and not speaking up enough about it, uh-huh. not getting up and leaving, not yeah. leaving an honest review. We just let it happen and possibly even recommend someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or do you know somebody who does hair, then you send them back to that same place. Yeah. Or I think sometimes you, you just say you don't know. Yeah. But it's, it's um, that and the other thing, waiting times. Mm-hmm. Waiting times. We had a lot of people say, oh, the salon tails, the waiting times. Like they make you wait and wait and wait. And for those who get relaxed, I had a couple of comments saying about they put relax on your hair and they walk away and they go back and they come back and they're like spraying. She was asking me, what's the stuff in the bottle they're spraying on your hair when you're getting a relaxer? Girl, I don't know. I don't work there. (laughs) I think it's water. I've seen people put water in it. I don't know if they're trying to dissipate the chemicalness. I've seen more. It must be the heat. They're trying to cool down the heat or something. Or something. I I don't know. It's deactivating rather than activating. I feel like it's water. Imagine. You know, and these are stories that we're talking about of people going and they're sitting and they're like, and then you've got people who say, I I get my hair braided like 
halfway done and then somebody else walks in so the stylist walks off and goes and starts to put relax on somebody else's hair or takes somebody out of the dryer and then meet service they go and they start to service somebody else and they start to put curlers in somebody else's hair or take the curlers Mm. out of somebody's hair and all they get told is i'll be back soon huh Mm. and then they tap you they do they do the shoulder tap (laughs) i'll be back soon sorry for my accent sorry for my accent it could be anybody in any kind of accent from anywhere the behavior is the, the same, same and yeah. that's what we need to stop um and and yeah she was like and then they go and they start to take out somebody curling or they start to put curlers in, in someone there. else's hair and i'm like and then what do you do about that they're yeah. just like well what can you do girl yeah consultation we're not taught to like say but why are you doing this this is why i would prefer to go to a salon with an appointment yeah to say that I've asked for a service. How long is it going to take? They should know how long it's going to take. They're going to get my hair done. Yeah. I really, I would say I would frown upon having a stylist going to do somebody else's head. That's really unfair because you, I'm paying to be here, to be yeah. done at a certain time. So that whole going to another person, I find that it's really unfair. It is. And that's where all that waiting time. Uh-huh. So now you're waiting, the other person's waiting, waiting. for their 2 p.m. slot and yeah. you've been there from 10 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. And I think also it depends on the service that you're getting. Um, because if you're being braided, your braids should happen continuously except when you're getting your breaks. So if you're either getting a loo break or the stylist needs to go to the loo mm. because nobody can plan when they're going to go to the toilet. Mm. Nature calls, nature calls. But it's like, I'm just going to go to the loo um, and then it's like, I have, I, thankfully I don't have a lot of clients who do smoke, right. but you cannot smoke in my work area. You cannot smoke in my building. You cannot, you have to go downstairs and outstairs. So if anybody says they do smoke and they're coming to get their hair done by me, it's like, Oh, beloved smoke before you come in. Yeah. Smoketh outsideth. Thou shalt not bring the smoking <laughs> behaviors inside it yeah. because I'm not, stop, I'm not stopping for a smoke break. We're not doing that. Yeah. I, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting it out there. And I've nothing against you if that's what you choose to do. Mm. But to me, that's not a necessary break. Right. A loo break, we can stop braids for. If we need water, even if we need tea sometimes, it's like, okay, we'll get tea done. Mm. But um, I think by and large, don't schedule if you're braiding that because we're just going to tell stylists or those of you who braid and call your whatever it is you you well, i'm trying not to be shady but <laughs> for the sake of those who haven't been trained yeah if you are braiding other people's hair and you're charging money please don't do things like that because yeah. you're putting an entire profession into disrepute and that's not right right it really isn't fair yeah you know i i have an amazing anesthetist um well i've had all my anesthetists i've ever had have been brilliant mm-hmm. i've had a few um but you cannot judge those anesthetists based on Dr. Harold Shipman. Remember mm-hmm. Harold Shipman, the, the anesthetist who was killing people in, in yeah. the UK? You, you, yeah. If you then hear, if that's the only anesthetist you've ever heard of, you're just going to say anesthetists kill people. Yeah. That's not true. That's not true. So don't be the braider that makes people talk bad about braiding. Yes. On that note, what <laughs> is our moment of grace? I think for me, as a a client, please, can you start asking for a consultation? Yes. Please just ask, how long is it going to take? Who's going to be doing my hair? How long is it going to take them? 
um and if you're going to get a relaxer when do i come in for my patch test demand mm -hmm. your consultation demand that communication prior because that's the process that will help you to realize am i gelling with this person or am i not yeah. and if you're not getting on with that person then stop find someone else keep looking we're going to keep we are going to we're working very hard on and we need your help for this because yeah. we need people to tell us about the amazing people that who are out there who are telling them so shout out to the green thumb salon if you're in atlanta georgia go and see the people at the green thumb salon because if i ever come to atlanta i'm getting my hair done there perfect we need ask more for narada <laughs> narada is the african hair god oh he's got gorgeous hair and he does gorgeous <laughs> hair so you know go and see them if you're in atlanta yeah they're a natural hair salon they don't use gels they don't use waxes they don't blow dry they don't do any of the stuff that works against your hair so that's the first salon I'm gonna shout out Perfect. for that. And guys, we need your help. We need more of that. We just as Nyasha has just done, we want you to do the same. Let us know where are your favorite places to go. Where do you and your hair feel loved and welcome when you're coming into the salon and looked after in a professional and caring manner? We want to know. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Connie, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we will be with you next week. See you next week.